0: Welcome to the second Hoops College Coaches podcast. I'm Aaron Paranak along with Brian Bagwell. Our first podcast covered how to gain an offensive advantage on baseline out-of-bounds plays. Today, we're going to talk about how to gain an advantage when you're defending in a baseline out-of-bounds situation. We mentioned in the last episode that the defense has an advantage when the ball is out-of-bounds on the baseline. Why is that true?
1: Uh, It's not only true, like we need to celebrate right now because the the hardest thing to do is guard the ball. And on a baseline on of bounds, you don't have to. You can't get beat off the dribble. So now it becomes not about your athleticism, not necessarily even about your help defense. It comes to, can I execute? Can I be positionally correct can I guard screens the backboard defends you know the opposite wing it defends part of the court for you they can't really make that pass but as much as anything else it's four on five they have somebody taking the ball out of bounds who can't score right so now it's four on five on the floor you have an extra defender
0: what are the different ways to take advantage of that extra defender
1: I think the first thing you can do is is you can pressure the ball it's just it's a dead ball situation just like anywhere else on the floor and, you know, when somebody picks up their dribble in a half-court possession, nobody says, I'm going to run away from them and go help somewhere else. They get all over the ball, chest to chest, put them under extreme duress and say, and say you can't see. They take away their vision. Uh, they stand them up, make them not face the basket. And some of that's taken away because we're on the baseline. But I think ball pressure is, is a good place to start. Um, put the person with the ball in a position – where they're not comfortable.
0: Well, another another way to to take advantage of that extra defender might be to have them just protect the basket. Put them on the baseline on the inside of the defender to uh, prevent the pass to the opposite corner or prevent a pass uh, close to the rim. Another way is to put them on the other side of the inbounder. So you're you're taking away the pass to the strong side corner and you're trusting your defense around the rim to be good. Uh, Another way to use your extra defender is double team the other team's best player. Maybe there's one second left on the clock and everybody knows that number 23 on the other team is going to get the ball. Take two people and don't let number 23 catch it.
1: Okay, so that's four ways. So we see like there's a lot of different choices you can make as a coach. Uh, We can keep going Uh, a fifth way. Uh, would be to help and tag. So my inbounds defender is in a help position, and their job is not to stand under the basket because the basket can't score. They're, they're going to go tag somebody. So if, if your principals in, a, in the man-to-man defense based on inbounds are to stay on any screen, they're going to go tag a cutter, right? And if your principals are to switch, they're going to go tag a screener. So they, they're starting under the basket, but they're going to go meet um, somebody at the point of the screen uh, to take something away, and as soon as, as soon as they tag somebody, then they come back to the ball because we don't want the inbound uh, passer to be able to step on the floor and score right away. Uh, next, the inbounds uh, defender can be on the ball, and you can play zone behind them. Um, something like a one, three one on the baseline. What kind of changes here is that it allows you to play multiple defenses. So you play a zone, it comes in, you can, you can go man. Um, next, you could be off the ball in a zone. So let's, let's say a traditional 2-3. You're there to guard cutters and not give up anything easy, and, and you've said it's okay for them to shoot the threes in the corner. Well, now being off the ball in the zone with the inbounds defender being in that defense, allows you to get out in transition right away if somebody shoots a corner three. You gave up a corner three, a low percentage shot
0: so that you can take off and run.
1: You know, even with these seven ways to gain an advantage, so many teams lose their advantage.
0: One reason is they don't know how to defend their player or their area or their responsibility when the ball is below them. It's a very uncomfortable and unique situation, very similar to guarding a player when the ball is in the post players many times don't know how to defend in that situation another reason that teams lose their advantage is teams don't practice it enough
1: well i think the reason that the the people don't practice based on a bounce defense is because like it kills the tempo of practice a lot of times and i think we have to have ways to maintain that competitiveness even if we're going to do based on a bounce based on a bounce is a is a four-second possession, a six-second possession with dead time after. So if you play for four seconds and then you stand around for 40, um, obviously the intensity of practice is going to go down. So we, But we still have to be willing to practice baseline out-of-bounds.
0: Something happens after every baseline out-of-bounds possession. Either you play half-court offense or you play half-court defense or you're in transition. So why not incorporate baseline out-of-bounds – situations into your other parts of practice into the other things that you're working on
1: i think another thing that you could do that stays strictly two based on of bounds if you want to devote all your time to that you can put two minutes on the clock you can put a coach as the official under the basket and you can let one team play offense for the two minutes after the defense secures the rebound or after the offense scores it they would give it to the coach and now the offense would take it out again, and they would play again as fast as they can for two minutes to try to take away the dead time, to try to keep competitiveness high. You, you score it. Uh, so you get to play offense or, or defense for two minutes straight, and then you, you flip, and, and you try to beat the other team in two minutes. Okay, so we've spent a few minutes listing advantages, and, and you have your own philosophy, but players really don't know what they are trying to accomplish as an individual. They know we're playing man-to-man. They know we're playing 2-3 zone, but they don't – it's not goal-oriented.
0: And as a coach, you choose, am I defending a certain area? Am I defending certain players? Am I forcing players this way or that way? It's your choice to tell your team what they're taking away. Uh, you can't take away everything, but you can be sure and clear on what you are taking away, and then that helps your team know how to recover uh, on into the things that, that you might be giving up. And it's your job not only to make sure that they know that, but they also know how they're supposed to accomplish that goal.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this Hoops College Coaches podcast and gained a little bit that will help you with your team. Join us in our next podcast uh, when we discuss the benefits of the Princeton offense.